Sponsor Life with Brent and Jeff. Good evening and welcome to the Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. We are continuing our Psalms Spotlight on the Psalms series with part three. Tonight we're going to be in Psalm 18, talking about the rock. The rock. Psalm 18. I'm excited about this Psalm series, keeping it rolling, and uh, hopefully you are too as we continue on tonight, our third installment back in the studio after our live show last week. So keep it locked. All right, that was Fighting Instinct to kick the night off. Desperate. We all are desperate for the Lord. And uh, tonight, Psalm 18, to continue on our Psalm series. So get your Bibles off the shelf if you can. Tune to Psalm 18. <laughs> Tune Do it. Your, Tune in your Bibles to Do Psalm it. 18. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Read the Word. Read Psalms. They're good things. They, you know, when you read through the Psalms, it's kind of neat because... It like checks your heart. It's like a it's like an instant check of the heart when you read through that. You're just like, ooh, you know, does my heart really feel this way? You know, it's it's kind of it's a good thing to do every now and then is to open up the Psalms and check it out. Yeah, I think it it helps you relate a lot to the heart of these biblical heroes that we have and stuff like that. When you read them, you're like, wow, he's he goes through the exact same troubles I do. Maybe I'm not like hiding in a cave from people that have laid a net for me, but you go through these downtrodden times or these times when you're just like so thankful and you know want to express your gratitude to the lord in song and you read the psalms and it's just like it's like reading somebody's journal or their diary you know like in their walk with god you know the little notes you make when you're doing your devotionals or something like that that's that's exactly what psalms is in fact psalm 18 their little script before it says that this was um the Psalm of David, and he spoke to the Lord the words of this song on the day that the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul, which is pretty cool. This was like he was freed from his enemies and he was reflecting on that, singing the song to the Lord. And so we're going to dig into that tonight and um, see what David thinks about his deliverer um, in this chapter, who is who he says is his rock, who is the rock that he leans on. Yeah, this this psalm is fifty verses. Can you imagine how long it would be? He was just singing this straight through. Yeah, I always wonder what the tune of all these would be. Some you of know? them, some of the psalms actually say sung to the tune of the yeah. lilies or something like that. And it's like some <laughs> song you've never heard of. <laughs> and you're like, well, that doesn't really help me. Well, it's of not course, like, it would be like this is the psalm that was sung to the song by Stellar Cart. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> It's, like, it's not like when you say Pharaoh, Pharaoh, as sung by the Louie, Louie, by the animals or whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. As, as sung to the tune of Old MacDonald. <laughs> but so often um, we read a psalm and we go, oh, this is that worship song we sang at church, you know, that uh, it's right from here. Look, yeah. and that's one of these chapters tonight. So yeah. there's a song out there for Psalm 18. So uh, whether you've heard it or not, that's a different story. Yeah. So maybe you can look it up and find out on the internet. It's what the internet is for it's for good things it's for good things like that blueletterbible.org there you go can we have our money please <laughs> <laughs> that was hanging on by a thread the letter black that's kind of a ridiculous name they make it I know I like the song yeah, but you song. hear about the band and you're like the letter black Like that sounds so intense because the word black's in it but then you think about it you're like that's nonsense <laughs> it doesn't make any sense letters aren't colors I learned that when I was two <laughs> Sorry, we need to pray for the letter black. Someone didn't teach them right. I'm just kidding. They're awesome. 
And uh, we want to let you in on a little secret. There's a website called thealterlife.com. You can check it out, listen to our most recent episodes, download webisodes, unbelievable segments. You can request a song right there. Get involved. Tell your friends about The Alter Life as well. We're on Facebook. And you can like us and yeah. poke us. And fan us. and <laughs> <laughs> Fan the flames of The Alter Life. Tell your friends to listen and to check us out on thealterlife.com because that's cool. I think that was good. If you missed The Alter Life, log on to www.thealterlife.com and listen to the most recent episodes. All right, that was Mute Math Chaos. And just, just for full disclosure... While the show, we're doing the show tonight, we are eating Twizzlers and Sour Patch Kids. So, um, And right now, Jeff's mouth's full with a Twizzler, so that's why I'm talking. Uh, <laughs> little insight, little real from the altar life. So digging into Psalm 18 to kick it off, you know, we're so excited. When you read this chapter, you just get a flavor for David's reaction to being saved from his enemies. And, um, you know, he kicks it right off by saying, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I, in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. And he's just rejoicing because his enemies have been slain. He has conquered his enemies. Um, and actually, he didn't really conquer them. The Lord allowed him to um allowed him to conquer and i guess the lord really is the one who conquers our enemies and um he was just like all pumped up and excited about that yeah if you look at the the life of david he gets anointed king by samuel when he's 17 years old and then for the next 17 years he's fleeing from the current king saul who is now the, the lord's departed from him and uh you know it's not really what we expect when god puts a calling on our life we're like all right god you called us give it to us We'll do it, especially when it's prestigious, like being the king of something. We'll take that job any day, you know, any day, any time. Um, And then God's like, well, I had this for you, but in 17 years, you'll have it. And he flees. He's running away, and he's got all these enemies. Nobody wants him to be king. Everybody's like, yeah, he's Saul. He's the one that, like, screwed everything up for us, but we love him. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they forget that David, you know, slayed Goliath and stuff. Where did everybody go? He's got all these people chasing after him, and he has so many psalms you read about his enemies, and you're like, man, this guy had a lot of enemies. I thought he was a guy after God's own heart, you know, like, well, he should be, like, loving and hugging everybody and, you know, like, petting lambs, like, in the paintings and stuff. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, a lot of times we have this, we can really feel alone, we can feel isolated and feel like everybody's against us, the world's against us, but thankfully, you know, we have God on our side, and God is the rock. He's the deliverer. He's there to deliver us from our our troubles and our circumstances that are too hard for us. The Ultra Life with Brent and Jeff. That was the second half of a double play by Jarza Clay. That was Take Me Higher. And I, I love when we're talking about this. David makes this so personal. And every psalm is about him and his relationship with the Lord. And that's an important thing to remember as we're going through this is that God is not just the rock, the proverbial rock out there that we all just, you know, he is David's rock. And the challenge tonight right off is, is he your rock? You know, he says in verse 2, he is the rock and the fortress and my deliverer. He's my God. He's my strength in whom I will trust. My shield and my salvation, my stronghold. Um, It's personal. David makes it personal. And we should too. 
um, our relationship with the Lord is something that's personal. That's something that is out of an experience and a relationship that we have. It's not this outer body experience necessarily. Um, it is all about our relationship and you have to have a relationship first before you can have a savior, before you can have all the benefits that come with having God as our shield and our salvation. That was The Last Night by Skillet. And that song is a great representation of what people go through and the despair that we can face even as believers when we're like, God, where are you? You know, the, all these things are terrible and we just need to be reminded. And the Psalms is a great reminder to read like when I'm in the caves, <laughs> when I'm in like the doldrums of life, God is my deliverer. He's going to deliver me out of this. He he heals the sick. You know, he's, he, you know, he heals the lame and the blind and the diseased. He saves us from our sins. He's, he's called us from darkness to light. And he's going to take us out of the pit. You know, it says in Psalm 40, you know, that he, he pulled me out of the miry clay and all that stuff that we get so bogged down with. And, you know, I think what David struggles with is what we struggle with. Is What, what we do is we look around at our surroundings and at our circumstances. And we allow that to dictate how our relationship with God is. You know, like, God, look at all this stuff that's happening. Obviously, there's something wrong here. Either you're not pulling through for me or I did something wrong. David didn't do anything wrong when, you know, most of the times that you see the repentant Psalms, that's when he sinned and all that. But these are like, I'm being chased for no good reason. I'm doing what you want me to do. And I think a lot of times when we go into through those circumstances, we don't know the reason. And we can look and say, oh, well, God's angry with me. Or, you know, look at this. I can't, I can't see what God has for me in this circumstance. But God is there, and we need to cry out and rely on him as our rock. He's, so, he's to keep our footing sure. And it goes on to talk about that a little bit later on in the chapter. Yeah, actually in verse 6, it says, In my distress I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God. He heard my voice from his temple, and my cry came before him, even to his ears. And, uh, you know, the reaction we have when we're in those situations, as Jess said, shouldn't be looking around and getting discouraged or looking around and trying to satisfy our need by taking it upon ourselves to fix it. You know, so often we get in those situations and we just want to try to fix it ourselves and we make it worse. But what David did is in his distress, he called upon the Lord and cried out. And he heard, God heard my voice from his temple and my cry came before him, even to his ears. God heard him. And that's an important thing. It kind of goes back to what we talked about last week in that God thinks about us and visits us. He hears us. He's intimately involved in our lives. The last segment we were talking about, verse 6, when it says that, you know, David, and you put yourself in the scene, he cried out and God heard from his temple and it came even to his ears. I think sometimes we, we, we detach ourselves from God, you know, as though there's some like cyberspace that our prayers need to filter through. And God's like checking his his cell phone for the, oh, I got a text. No, <laughs> you know, or he, oh, uh, Jeff tweeted me because he was in a cave somewhere getting chased by enemies. I didn't get it right away because I was on Facebook checking my, updating my status. On his Still white, almighty. On his, <laughs> on his white berry. <laughs> his white berry. <laughs> oh, man. Or gold berry. Yeah, well, God's status would always be the same. He's never changing. So it would be pretty boring to follow him on Twitter. <laughs> oh, that's just so wrong. Anyway, um, check out our Twitter, twitter.com slash the altar life. He doesn't need Facebook. He's got the book of life. Yeah. Which <laughs> <laughs> trumps every... If, I wonder if he got, had a Facebook, would we be able to look at it or would we die instantly? Because he can't see God's face and live. 
Ah. Oh, good. Oh, man. All right. I'm just going to get struck by lightning right now. Check out our website. Email us. Do all the fun stuff that the internet's for. You're unbelievable. The Ultra. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. All right. It's our unbelievable segment tonight inspired by our evening snack that we've had. Yeah, we got to have this every single week because it's just it's making the it's making it work out. So we've got it in front of us here. We've got a plate of Twizzlers and sour, half Twizzlers, half Sour Patch Kids. And it just made us think: What are our favorite candies? And what are your favorite candies? We'd like to know. Shoot us a little note and tell us. If, yeah. Uh, and we'll see if how many uh, of y'all like the candies we like. But these Sour Patch Kids are amputees, and they have Twizzlers as their. Appendages. You said half half Sour Patch Kids, half Twizzlers. Yeah, that would kind of look ridiculous. That was like, I'm like, is that some kind of weird centaur? Some kid, like half horse, some half kid on stilts or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, I dare you to. There's a the the sugary dust that from the Sour Patch yeah. Kids that makes it sour has been left on the plate as we consume the Sour Patch Kids, and I'm gonna dare Brent to lick the plate when it's all said and done. That would be awesome. Consider it done. Wow. Consider it. We'll do it off air in case anything might happen. But my weakness, I'm a I'm more of a candy type person than I'm a chocolate person. I, I could leave the chocolate alone. I, I, I like the Sour Patch Kid. I like gummy worms, those light crawlers or night, whatever those gummy worms, sour gummy worms. Yeah. They're like awesome. You like Pop Rocks? Pop Rocks are fun. Yeah. Pop Rocks and Coke. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely insane in your membrane. I know that's that's always fun. See, um, it's really funny. Brent and I are so different. Like, it's like he's rubber on glue, or something to that effect. I don't that those aren't <laughs> opposites. Um, I'm like, think of something that's opposite. Rubber and glue. I got it. <laughs> I'm a genius. Um, but I actually prefer the chocolatey side. See, so I like a good Three Musketeers bar. What? Oh yeah, the chocolate nougat. Yeah. Give me nougat, and I'm a happy nougat. <laughs> I am a happy... I like chicken nuggets, but forget that. <laughs> um, I, no. When people say, you want some nougat? I say, do it. That's terrible. Like, literally, if there is, like... <laughs> if there's, like, a piece of cake there and, like, some Sour Patch Kids and I had to choose, I would choose a Sour Patch Kids over the cake. I would say the same. Depends on what kind of cake it is. Yellow cake can get thrown in the trash as far as I'm concerned. It's not cake. It's got to be chocolate cake, dark chocolate icing, period. Yeah, see, back to chocolate. Always. Some people. Anyway, see you on the other side. Continuing on with our Psalm series, Psalm 18, and uh, we've been talking just about how David's crying out and saying that God is his rock and his fortress, his strength, his shield, his stronghold, and um, talking about how he called upon the Lord and the Lord heard him. And uh, if you keep going in the Psalm, he just kind of describes the difference between the wicked and the righteous and how God does not help the wicked, (laughs) but helps the righteous out. And then he comes and he says... He has this revelation and he says, um, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. For who is God except the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. And there is no one else in the world but God who um, is can be our rock and can be our shield and our fortress. We the battles we fight a lot of times are, even when we have enemies that are physical and, and nature, like there's people that just don't like us or that they're warring against us, under the surface, this struggle is really not just flesh and blood. That's what the Bible says. The war is not against flesh and blood, but uh, 
about the principalities and the powers of the air. It's about the spiritual battle that's going on. And um, God is the only one who really, in that world, can fight for us. I mean, we can't jump into the spiritual world and start <laughs> battling the, the devil. I mean, it's not something we can do. Um, God has to be the one to step in for us on our behalf. I mean, that's the way it works. And um, I'm so thankful that he's there and he has our back and he can do that. That was Safe by Phil Wickham. That's a great song for what we're talking about tonight. Psalm 18, The Rock. Jesus, Jehovah God, being our rock, our fortress, our deliverer. And um, verse 30 is where we had, we were talking last time, verse 30 through 32. And uh, David comes to a realization and says, God's way is perfect. Isn't that an amazing thing? You think about all the things that he's been up been through at this point. First of all, he's been chased by enemies and by Saul, who he's supposed to be taking over for his king. And uh, to be able to say, God's way is perfect. Wow. Yeah. When his way meant hiding and fleeing and running and you know being almost killed multiple times at this point. And him to say God's way is perfect. What does it take for us to see that God knows the end from the beginning and knows exactly why he's taking us through the difficulties and the trials that we go through? You know, I, if only I could say God's way is perfect. I'm always quick to question God's way and say, God, I think you uh, miscalculated here. <laughs> I think that uh, I would be much better suited in this area with my skill set and my personality traits. <laughs> you know, you try to like rationalize with God, and he he says God's way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. God had proved Himself to David many times to this point and his relationship was solid with him so much so that when he faced these trials these difficult things he's like i got a rock i have a foundation that is way beyond just defeat under me because i'm ready to faint you know i I get weak and my foundation is not based on my circumstances it's based on my faith and um, the only way we can come to that peace and that acceptance of where we're at and how god can deliver us is if we say there is no one like God. There is nobody that is a rock like God. Why would I try to set myself up on anything else? Why would I? Tr- why would I risk slipping or you know taking a misstep without God? It's just David knew what was up. Yeah, and I wish I knew what was up. <laughs> We've all been through those circumstances where we're not not at all happy that we're in it and that we're going through it. But yet, when we get through it and we look back and we see the faithfulness of God and we see how. He was our rock. And like, think about that Footprints poem, you know, how he carried us through that situation. Um, That experience increases our faith in the Lord and gives us um, that faith to go through the next thing that God sends us through in our lives. And um, man, we we wish we didn't have to go through that to learn that, but it's the learning that makes us all the better in the end. That was Solid Rock by Delirious. More perfect songs for the episode that we have going on, The Rock. And uh, some great music by Delirious to to fit right in the middle of what we're talking about here, about how God, there's no rock other than God. He's the one thing that we can lean on and that doesn't cave in when everything else does. And uh, no pun intended with the cave. Because <laughs> David was cave in right now. Cave in. <laughs> Hiding from Saul. <laughs> um, but uh, we don't want to... Uh, we want to remind you to check out our website, www.thealterlife.com. Don't be afraid to request a song. We will try our best to get it into one of our episodes, give you a shout out for that, and tell your friends about The Altar Life. We are here every week with new content for the most part. You can check out our website for our most recent episodes. Ah!
Sounds like a lot of supernatural baloney to me. Supernatural, perhaps. Baloney, perhaps not. The Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. All right, that was Upon This Rock News, boys. And um, moving on in our Psalm 18, you know, he says... David says, he makes my feet like the feet of deer and sets me on my high places. He teaches my hands to make war. And then he says later, he says, you enlarge my path under me so my feet did not slip. And, um, you know, there's so many times where we walk through a situation in our lives where we're not sure um, which way we're going. You know, the path is unclear. You know, we don't see the end of the path. And we actually don't really sometimes see the next step until we're taking the step. And there's a faith element there that's really important. Um, but God is the one who opens and makes our path sure. You know, he makes it so that when we make that step, we don't fall. Um, and if we're walking the right direction, I just think of that. I love the visual of seeing, feel, um, picturing a deer walking on a mountain through this really narrow, cliffy path. And if he takes one little step the wrong direction, he like falls off the mountain. But it's almost like God's supernaturally opening the path up. So the deer, even when he takes a step and it's a little bit off, he's still secure. And, um, man, you know, what a great visual as us being that deer, like that deer, you know, he's guiding us through the, the narrow path, if you will. And, um, he's opening it up for us as we're taking those steps so that our, our foot is, our foothold is sure. And, um, you know, as just make that be an encouragement tonight as you're walking through your life and you're maybe in that position where, man, I'm walking the right direction. And I don't really see the end from the beginning, and I really don't know somewhat what the next step is, but I'm going to take a step trusting the Lord. I hope he catches me. The Bible says that he will. The Bible says that his path is sure, and he has, his path is perfect, as we talked about before. And um, you can put you can take that to the bank. Yeah, I like it says, my feet did not slip, even though I felt like I was going to fall to my death. <laughs> That's my little <laughs> editor's editorial note there. Um the verse before that, it says that your gentleness has made me great. And I just think that's interesting because it says, it says a lot about how God treats us in those circumstances. You know, God doesn't, I don't think he works. I mean, some, you know, sometimes he works in the miraculous because he chooses to, but I feel like sometimes when we're going through it and the difficulty, he gently guides us. He doesn't just like rip us out of the circumstance because there's a purpose for that. There's something to be learned there and it's through his gentleness and how he handles things gently and guides us that way. You know, almost like he's just kind of leading us through a dark, you know, if you're holding somebody by their hand and they didn't couldn't see because it was dark, you know. You're listening to The Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. All right, that was Stand in the Rain by Super Chick. And just want to say thanks for listening to The Alter Life. Um, we are traveling through Psalms and uh, we're excited to be doing so. And we've got a couple more songs ahead for tonight. We're almost rolling down, but... I'm just getting so blessed by the fact that God is the rock. He is the one we can trust in that situation. Um, And, you know, the verse there is, The Lord lives, blessed be my rock. And uh, just an exclamation point to what we've been talking about tonight. That was My Fortress by Jeremy Camp. Fun little song there to close out the night. And um, hopefully you've been blessed by Psalm 18. We encourage you to read all 50 verses on your own. And um, just allow God to speak to you through his word because nothing we say will get through um, just at face value you need to dig deep to see what God has for you specifically so that we can say like David that he's my rock he's my fortress he's my deliverer not just like he is a rock I know that my pastor said that he delivers people corporately you know on a grand scale no he he delivers us personally and he is the very 
very personal Savior that we have. And, um, you know, we even say that, Savior Jesus Christ and stuff. Like, do we think about the Savior aspect of it? Like, delivering us from death and delivering us from all pain and all sorrow and everything that we face, self-inflicted, you know, inflicted on the outside, whatever it may be. We need to ask God to get us to that place where we can say, he's my rock. He's my strength. He's my deliverer. He is all those things for me. And if I was the only one, he would still be all those things for me. David came to that realization. And our challenge for you this week is to come to that realization for us as well, to come to that realization. At the very end, last verse, he says, great deliverance he gives to his king and shows mercy to his anointed, to David and his descendants forevermore. That is like as final as you can make it. Um, he has paid for our sins once for all. I mean, the enemy that we have is the ultimate enemy is once our destruction. Um, the ultimate enemy wanted Jesus's destruction. And Jesus conquered that on the cross. And Jesus is our rock. He really is our rock. He was the rock for the Israelites as they walked through the wilderness. Um, he is our he is our rock as we walk through the wilderness of this world, and um, providing everything we need whether it be an encouraging word or whether he, he needs to make our path sure or wider um, or whatever, he is the one that can do that for us. And, um, you know, I just want to say again, it's so important that we know that we have a relationship with him, our Jesus, our Savior, so that he can be the rock in our lives and we're not floundering around in this world. It's too scary to be wandering around in this world without the Lord on our side. So with that, until next week, be cool cats, live for Christ. Be cool cats, live for Christ.